We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. Your faith's not developed just by hearing the Word only. Are you listening to me? It's by you practicing the Word that you hear. The Bible talks about being doers of the Word. And so your faith couldn't grow. Sure, we talk about faith. We're talking about the way out. We're talking about how to get the victory. We're not saying that you don't, if you have faith, you're not going to have any tests. You're not going to have any trials. You're not going to have any opposition. Certainly not. That would be foolishness and presumption. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, How to Increase Your Spiritual Effectiveness on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Amen. Because there's no opportunity to put him to work out here when things are lovely and everything's just fine. No opportunity. You see, then you... You, you, you get beyond the place where you say, well, why did this happen to me? No, you rejoice when the test comes. You, you rejoice in the hard places. You praise God. You just say, well, this is another opportunity. You, you, you begin to shout when your pockets are empty and you don't have any money in the bank either. Begin to shout. That's God. Here's another opportunity to prove God. Here's another opportunity to prove him faithful. Here's another opportunity for me to exercise my faith. It won't grow without exercise. Amen. See, I think sometimes people have thought, here and we faith teachers teach, you know, that if you believe God and you have faith, why well, you're just always just going to float through life, like I said, on flowery beds of ease, and everything's always going to be hunky-dory. You know what I mean with that expression? You're never going to have any tests, never have any trials. You're just going to float on through, you know. And uh, you don't, your, your faith's not developed just by hearing the word only. Are you listening to me? It's by you practicing the word that you hear. The Bible talks about being doers of the word. And so your faith couldn't grow. Sure, we talk about faith. We're talking about the way out. We're talking about how to get the victory. We're not saying that you don't, if you have faith, you're not going to have any tests. You're not going to have any trials. You're not going to have any opposition. Certainly not. That would be foolishness and presumption. But you see, the way your faith's going to grow and the way your faith's going to be exercised and the way you're going to develop your prayer life is to develop it. Praise God. The trial of your faith, the Bible says, is more precious than gold. Did you ever read that in there? I said, did you ever read that in there? It's more precious than gold, the trial of your faith. So your faith will never grow and never develop. You see, just by reading the Word of God only, or hearing faith preachers teach on faith, it's when you put it into practice. Amen. 
it can't grow any other way. No other way in the world that it could grow. Smith Wigglesworth said, great fate comes out of great test. You can't have great fate without having great test. Now, Wigglesworth also said, great victories come out of great battles. You can never have any great victories without having any great battles. You see, you have your part to play too. Amen. No army would ever win a great victory without having a great battle, would they? I learned early in life as a Baptist boy, before I was ever baptized with the Holy Ghost, that when it comes to physical healing and health, if I had any symptoms attack me, see, we don't talk about those a lot of times and magnify them, but that don't mean we don't have them. See, we magnify the victory and the deliverance. Just like this, you see. If you're just real hungry and about to starve death, had anything to eat for several days, and somebody set a beautiful table before you and you just sat down and ate, of course, if you hadn't had anything for a long time, you better not eat too much. You're liable to bother you right off. But right on the other hand, you wouldn't talk about all your suffering and how hungry you were. You'd talk about what a great meal you had. That's what would be fresh on your mind is a victory. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that right? I said, isn't that right? Sure, that's right. Praise God, the victory. Amen. And so I remember way back there as a Baptist boy, just starting out in ministry, when, uh, when, when symptoms of, of physical distress came, I just simply uh, had read over there where James said, Count it all joy in your fallen divers' temptations. See, the same Greek word translated temptation is also translated test. Count it all joy and you fall to different tests. He wasn't talking about temptation in the sense we think of tempted to do wrong. It's included in the Greek word. It, that kind of temptation is a test and, is it, you know, and it is included. But it's talking about all kinds of tests and trials. Count it all joy. So I remember I just stopped still, you know, and began to praise God. I said, well, glory to God, I count it joy. Hallelujah. Go ahead, devil. Just put on the pressure. Bring on the, the symptoms. The more symptoms show up, the more I'm going to praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to count it more and more joy. Why, he'll leave right away. He can't stand that. I mean, he can't stand that praising God. Amen. Are you listening to me? But you see, if you take the negative attitude with no spiritual initiative and say, well, poor old me, I'm trying to do right. and I just don't understand why this ever happened to me. You see, when your heart loses its boldness towards the Lord, and when it loses its fearlessness in acting upon God's word, you're in danger. You are in danger. The prayer life has lost its reality, and the things of the senses, the flesh, the natural, human reasoning has taken its place. Then you're in real danger. You can readily see that that's a real spiritual disease, really. And now then the body becomes helpless. The mind where disease and fear grow and mature is under the dominion of an outside power. And you're in a dangerous condition. Well, what's the cure? Well, praise God, the cure is going to the Word again, giving yourself over to the Word, taking your place and refusing to give up your confession. 
easy thing to make the right confession while everything's going good. No winds of adversity are blowing. Sun's shining brightly. You know what I mean? Everything's fine. That's easy. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Remember one church I pastored. One fellow, bless his heart, you know, somebody about that time, it was new at this time. We hadn't heard it before. It just come out. Little chorus, you know, they used to sing. Got any mountains, you know, you can't tunnel through. Got any rivers you think are uncrossable. Our God specializes in things thought impossible, and he can do what no other power can do. Well, this old boy, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, he'd just speak up and say, well, sing my favorite, you know. Well, everybody knew what it was. The song leader just started singing it. That's his favorite. Well, as long as everything's running smooth, it's easy to sing. You got any mountains you can't tunnel through. You got any rivers you think are uncrossable. Glory to God. See, you haven't got any rivers to cross. No mountains to tunnel through. You got money in your pocket. You got money in the bank. The pantry's full of food. The children are all well. Everything's fine. But I remember this young fellow in my church. Bless his heart. Oh, I don't know, somewhere in his 30s. That's his favorite. Always he wanted him to sing that one. Don't leave mine out. My favorite. Praise God, I'll tell you, God can do anything. One Sunday night, you know, after singing his favorite verse, him just getting so happy he could shout, jump up and down about what all God could do. They started home. Now, I know because, you see, I'm the pastor. I've got to get him straightened out afterwards. Started home. His wife happened to say, I mean, you know, this is not just word for word, but this is the essence of it. You understand that. Because I don't know altogether what they did say. But she said, you know, that little Johnny or whatever his name was needed a new pair of shoes. And man, he exploded. My God, you think I'm made out of money? It hadn't been three months since we bought that young in a pair of shoes. <laughs> Singing about tunneling through mountains and crossing uncrossable rivers and <laughs> couldn't even believe God for a few dollars for a pair of shoes for the kid. I tell folks sometimes, bless their hearts, some folks are always talking about, you know, moving mountains and turn around and stumble over an anthill, fall down. <laughs> you still out there? Yeah. Hey, man. I know, you see, I had to get them straightened out, you know, but yet that's his favorite, you know. You know what happens? A lot of times it's all in folks' head. They're just mentally agreeing and mentally assenting to certain things. Dear friends, when you actually believe God, faith's acting upon God's word. Hallelujah. And holding steady in the time of distress and storm and trial. You see, our responsibilities, a lot of times we want to put, we say speaking naturally, put the monkey on the other fellow's back. You know, somebody else is always to blame. Or speaking naturally, you know, pass the buck. Well, you know, that same thing carries over in the spiritual realm. We're wanting somebody else to assume the responsibility. Somebody else to do it for me. Yeah, I want that to soak in. That's the reason I stopped there, you know, let that soak in. And then a lot of times I've had them to get mad at me because I couldn't do it for them. You get my healing for me. You get my prayers answered for me. We can carry people sometimes when they're baby Christians and don't know any better. 
just like you can naturally speaking sometimes. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the two-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Hold Fast to the Word. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the four-CD set, Man's Impossibility, God's Possibility. All this for the special price of $25. That's $17 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We do Living Faith Crusades. Yes. We're starting, our schedule starts in January. January, yes. But if you want to know where we're going to be throughout the year, just go visit rhema.org and you can see our upcoming itinerary mm-hmm. and where we're going to be. If we're coming into your area, we yes. want you to come in, out and see us. And, That's right. And tell us, hey, I'm a partner. I watch the television broadcast because we like to talk to those we people. Do. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. That's tomorrow on Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.